0: Anyone. Hello, BuddyCast. How are you guys doing today? Where are all my Power Ranger fans at? Because we have an exciting guest today. We have Catherine Sutherland. How are you doing today?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic. Happy to have you on the show.
1: Thank you. I know. Yeah. We finally figured it out.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. We met at Comic-Con, what, two years ago? And now yes. here we are.
1: Yes. Yes. It's been a busy, um, busy time. So I've been... It's been hard to try and find times for interviews to sneak them in, so I'm glad mm-hmm. we found the time to work.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me start by asking you real quick: How did you get into acting?
1: Um, I actually um, started in elementary school. I was doing, um, you know, I was a dancer. I was a ballet dancer and everything. So when I was in school, I started doing plays and and singing and things like that. And then when I was about thirteen, I went to a performing arts high school, and I went there as a dancer, but soon found that i loved musical theater and acting and so i started doing um, more of that and it just kind of snowballed from there and i just ended up loving it and and kind of pursuing it more once i finished high school and then at 20 years old i was brought over to america so it was just meant to be i guess
0: (laughs) nice nice how did you find the role with power rangers
1: Um, I actually was, I had a modeling agent that was also an acting agent. So once they realized that I was an actor, they started sending me out for roles. And um, so it was just, it just came through as a, an audition and it was for a a children's show in America that filmed in America. So I got very excited about the idea of like, oh my gosh, if I got this, I'd get to live in America. Um, And yeah, it just it was. I didn't know what Power Rangers was. It was just a regular audition for me. So I had to do a, a scene and then a martial arts routine. And then um, the third callback, I met with Shuki Levy, who was one of the producers of the show. And um, about three weeks after that, they called me and offered me the role. So, Hi. yeah.
0: <laughs> do you find any similar characteristics between you and your character? Like anything that you guys share?
1: Yeah. You know, the writers really tried to, um, resemble some of our own st- personality in our characters. Um, and I'm a very motherly person. I'm, uh, I love to take care of people and, um, I'm very empathetic, I guess you would say. So um, I think she had a lot of that in her. She was an animal lover um, and uh, she loved to serve her community. I love to do that too. Um, She loved to make people feel good. She was an encourager. I think I try to be that for people in my life. Um, and, uh, And then, you know, they added things in like I was a dancer, she was a dancer, but Kat was like a superior human to me she she could do she was a diver she was a swimmer she was a dancer she could sing she could uh snow snowboard snow ski whatever she was able to do everything so she was like on a another level but there was definitely some similarities
0: nice nice what about behind the scenes like do you have any funny stories like just from just from your time with the show
1: yeah i mean we were always we were together so much so there was a lot of laughter there was arguments there was all kinds of stuff going on <laughs> but um one funny story in particular that i remembered was um i was really really close friends with uh jason narvi and paul schreier who played balkan skull and um, they were pranksters and so um pretty early on in my time on the show uh i was on set and i came back to my dressing room and Everything in my dressing room was gone. They'd moved all the furniture out. There was nothing in there. And I didn't know who'd done it. So I was like, ah, oh, very funny guys, put it back. <clears throat> and then um, then they, I come back and they'd put all of their furniture in my room. So then I knew who it was. I was like, very funny. Let's, let's put it back. So then I was like, I need to get them back. So I took hair gel and squeezed it in Jason Narvi's cowboy boots. And I learned you don't mess with a man's cowboy boots. No, <laughs> no, no. He not take that very well. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's not cool, Kat. So <laughs> It was pretty funny, though.
0: <laughs> <But> nice. <laughs> don't mess with another man's boots.
1: Don't mess with a man's boots. I learned that very quickly. I was like, oh, I guess I took it a little bit far.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, mother. <laughs> oh, Um you and me, we met at Comic Con in Erie. Do you do those a lot? Do you attend those often? In-
1: Comic-Cons, well, I did until COVID. Um yeah. I would try to do one a month sometimes two a month like over the summer it would be busier um and i miss it i miss traveling i miss connecting with fans um mm-hmm. but uh but you know we we're trying to find another way to do it that's safer and um so i just did my first signing actually in um la nikki and i did one this past weekend uh, at fat collectibles in Habra, and it was really a great experience they had Social distance, they timed it so people were not, you know, it wasn't like crowds, there was just mm-hmm. it was kind of staggered. Um, there was like more than six feet distance between us, and then when we do the photo ops, we would just take our mask off and look ahead and, and take the photo um, with a table between us. Um, and it was just it was very handled very well, so it made us feel very comfortable. Um, so I'm supposed to do another one in Texas uh, December 4th, but my district just went purple tier again. So I don't know if that's going to affect me mm. being able to travel. Um, so we're just kind of playing it by ear at the moment. It's uh, I, I know my governor in California is very strict, so um, we'll have to see see what happens. I hope yeah. I hope that I can still continue to do, to do it, but we'll just have to do it safely.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any, like, fan encounters, like, feel-good stories from Comic-Cons that, to, that stick out to you?
1: So many, so many. I, I, Every time I meet fans at anywhere I go, I there's always one that just really touches my heart. But off the top of my head, one I remember was a girl who, as a child, she had to have open-heart open heart surgery. And she told me that she took my doll into the room with her, like to keep her safe. Like she, she knew that if I was with her, she was going to be okay. And I was bawling when she told me that. But um, yeah, there's there's so many. I can't even I can't even count. I just we're so lucky. Our fans are so amazing and so loyal, and um, and it's it's truly a gift. I I didn't know when I came onto this show how much it was affecting people and how how much it meant to them so i'm very Mm -hmm. grateful to be part of the franchise
0: yes that's awesome you never it it goes to show you never know who you're going to impact with what you do in life
1: exactly exactly Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um yeah like many stories with fans of like you know, kids that were bullied and Power Rangers made them, gave them, you know, an escape or um, kids that, you know, didn't have any friends and they felt like Power Rangers was their friends or kids that just saw something in that, one of those characters that really gave them hope and encouragement. Um, and it's it was one of the first shows that had a lot of diversity, not just in racial diversity but also, um, you know, you had the, the really smart kid, you had the jock, you had the... The girl from overseas, you know, coming into a new district, you had you had uh, you know, all, all kinds of people, so there was always one character that you could relate to and connect to, and um, I really think that was very progressive for the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, one thing I did want to ask you is I'm doing this thing on my show called A Month of Positivity for the month of November. You know, we live in a time where you know, people are bitter about this election people are just you know we're in like, like you mentioned earlier we're about to go into another lockdown possibly and people don't like that people don't like being cooped up or telling told what to do so um how do you think we can spread more positivity today how do you think we can
1: um, I, have, I have something I try to do every day. I do these gratitude questions, and I think when you come from a place of gratitude, you're focusing on the, not the lack. You're focusing on the abundance in your life instead of the lack. And um, I saw a quote the other day that said, "If you're feeling, if your life has been so wonderful that you're oppressed because you have to wear a mask, then you need to look at that." So I think. A like I try to wake up every day and I think, okay, what can I do for someone? How can I spread kindness today? Like what can I do for someone else? So that gets me out of myself and thinking of others. Um, I move my body every day. So I do something to, uh, you know, if even if you don't like the gym, walk, get outside. Like shift your environment so that you um, realize that the world is bigger than just you. It's It's really easy in this time to get very micro and very... Focused on what like the things that are aggravating us and it's hard. We're we're with our, the same people day in and day out in the same walls and so you've got to Stretch yourself a little bit to get beyond that and I've been guilty too of just sinking into that Like feeling sorry for myself because I I miss the normal um, So yeah, I, I try to live in gratitude. I try to do I try to connect to God every day You know, I, I pray I, I do my Bible studies um I talk to people I love you know I I um yeah I just try to push push my walls away I guess that's, mm-hmm. that's the best way to say it um so yeah it, it, it's it's something you have to do intentionally every single day you have to make the choice to like today when I wake up I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to, to make myself feel good. Give yourself time for self-care. You know, what is it that makes you happy? Do something for just you. Because I'm a mom and a wife and I am a really social person. I've actually, it's been hardest on me out of my whole family actually. But every single day I connect to, to people. I do something where I speak to a friend. I go on a hike with a friend. I go to dinner with a friend, like something to just change it up you
0: know? Yes. So, yeah. so Yes. That was beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> you know, one thing we can also do is be more charitable during this time, be more. Absolutely. Happy. So I ask all the guests, or as I call them buddies on this show, um, if you could have our audience donate to any charity of your choice, what would it be?
1: I have two that I specifically love and follow regularly. Um, The first one is um, called Bumblebee Foundation. It's a friend of mine that runs it. And she lost her son um, to cancer when he was three. And um, it was really a terrible time for everybody. And she took that and started a charity called um, Bumblebee Foundation, which helps families with struggling with pediatric cancer. So she does all kinds of things for these families from financial to support to emotional support. she does beautiful baskets for them at Christmas. she just she does chemo care kits for the kids. Um, just lots of support for kids going through pediatric cancer and the families you know people often take care of the the person that's suffering with the cancer. They didn't realize the suffering it's having the impact it's having on the whole family. so she really takes that to a different level. And I really love that charity. Um, and then the other one, it's called bumblebeefoundation.org is the, the website if you're interested in looking it up. And then the other one is called ourrescue.org, O-U-R-rescue.org. And um, that, I'm an ambassador for them. I met the the owner of it in, or the founder of it in um, Salt Lake City last year. And just the most amazing People like he, he, he was an FBI agent that walked away from his job because he saw there was such a terrible problem with human trafficking. And so he goes and fights to find these kids and rescue them from these horrific situations. And um, I just, I'm so blown away with what he's doing. Um, so that's the other one that I support.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. Another question that I always ask my buddies that come on the show is in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy?
1: Be someone's buddy. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I think being a support supportive friend, being someone that um, that encourages and takes care of, and is there to listen. And um, you know, I I think I call Nikia my buddy because she's like my my teammate. She's Mm -hmm. the one that I she's my support system. So
0: nice. That's another question I want to ask. Do you still? You said you still keep in touch with anyone from the show every now and then, or
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Nakia and I have our show together, Power Rangers Playback Now. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, it's on YouTube. And so we see each other every week. Um, she's the one I've seen consistently through this time every week. Um, I keep in touch with Jason Frank, Steve Cardenas, um, Johnny Young Bosch, uh, uh, Karen, of course, Karen Ashley. I'm really good friends with Erin Cahill and Jason Font from Time Force. But... I do keep in touch with Deb and um, from their season as well. Serena from Lost Galaxy, Valerie from Lost Galaxy, um, Hillary Shepard who was Steve Talks. These are the ones I keep in touch with regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then all the others. I mean, we're close. So we just had Yoshi on our show. Um, so we all we all pretty much keep keep uh, Blake as well. We all keep in touch with each other through texting, but when we get to be together, it's, it's like a big family reunion. It's wonderful. So I miss, I miss them all.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's awesome that you guys still keep in touch still, you know, it's not just something that was just a quick part of your life and then just, yeah, moving on or something. Yeah. It's like, Hey, this was us. This was,
1: you yeah, know, we well, had a good time. Well, actually, to be honest with you, it's conventions that's really brought us back together because, you know when you leave it's like leaving high school or leaving college you 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 don't always keep in touch with people I definitely I kept in touch with Nakia um but other than that I I it was the conventions that brought us all back together so it was like from 2009 so 11 years ago that's when I really got to reconnect with everybody in a in a really special way and before COVID Karen Nakia and Erin and I would have brunch every month together to catch up and um and yeah, I, I miss it. I do miss it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hopefully everything goes back to normal and we can we can be back, you know, we can yeah do those things.
1: How how are numbers in your state?
0: Whew. Oh yeah. not good. Yeah. Not good at the moment, but that's from what I'm reading, from what I'm understanding, it's more numbers than severity, you know?
1: Right. I mean,
0: like it's it's more of a numbers game now rather than what it used to be when it first started.
1: Yeah. Well, they predicted this, you know, second yes. wave being bad and it's flu season. So I think I yeah. think the virus is also mutated. So I think yes. it's different. Um so yeah, we just have to be you have to still live, but you have yep. to just be be diligent about yep. following what they say. I think people feel like their rights are being violated, but it's really if we follow what they're saying, we won't have to be locked down as long.
0: Exactly.
1: That's my philosophy.
0: <laughs> exactly. I work for a news station, so I'm all I know exactly what you're talking about with everyone just not wanting to cooperate or anyone not, you know, just being upset. And it's like if we just did this for X amount of time, That's, then this yeah. would take yeah. care of this. Then like like if we just stayed home for two months like for like a month, you know, just stayed home, did nothing, you know, then it would go, you know, then it would go downhill it would go slightly. So, I, yeah. I definitely know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, hard, no, I get it. I get, I mean, I'm, yes. I am get why people are over it. I'm over it too, but. Oh, I'm. Yeah.
0: Yep. Every night after work, let's just say uh, there's a little something, something waiting for me on the counter when I get home. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. We've all been having a little extra something, something. Gosh. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. So, my final question for you today is what I call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. What is your advice to anyone who wants to be an actor? Or um, maybe like in your case, like goes after a role that wants to go after a role that maybe in their your life?
1: Um, acting is a really tough business. It, it is one of the toughest industries to go into because there's no guarantees. You can be a really hard worker and still not ever book a job. So I always say to people when they ask me, I say I would do whatever you can to hone in on your craft. So whether that be acting classes or, you know, running scenes with people just to get um, familiar with the craft and then um, just Really find what it is that makes you special because this industry will try to shift you and change you and mold you to what they want. So find what it is that makes you stand out and shine. Just be you. Don't let anybody try to take you out of the picture. And I think that was the big mistake I made when I was in my early 20s. Well, after coming off Power Rangers, I, I was very impressionable. And I think I listened to too many people what they wanted me to be, instead of just really settling into what makes Cat special and how can I bring that to the table and stand out. You know, I'm in California where there's a hundred blonde, blue-eyed girls in a room. Um, something that makes what is what is it that makes me stand out? It makes me different from those other girls. Um, and I listened too much to to opinions, and um, it really messed with me. Um, and it it dings your confidence when you do that. So. Um, find what it is that makes you special and, and work it <laughs> um, honing on your craft and do, do some classes and be around other actors that inspire you. And, um, and just, if it's your passion, just give it 100%, take those risks.
0: Beautiful answer. And thank you so much for yeah. being here on the show. I yes. love your final answer, by the way. Uh, just, it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes. Why fit in when you were born to stand out?
1: exactly that's one of mine too from wonder <laughs> yes yes
0: yes love that movie it's a, it's a challenging movie like you have to really brace yourself to get through it but it's yeah, so worth it book? i'm Karen. I'm, I'm i've read bits and pieces of it but
1: the book is is of course the books are always better oh, but, yeah. Um, yes. yeah just so many little anecdotes life anecdotes in that book um that yes so beautiful and important You know, when all else fails, be kind. That was another one in there. Yes. Always be kind. We need to remember that, especially right now with this world being so polarized and divided. Just remember to be kind. Respect each other.
0: 100%. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a buddy here on BuddyCast. You're so
1: welcome. Truly a
0: pleasure. For all all of my buddies out there, this is my buddy, Catherine. Thank you again. And as I end every single episode. Go be someone's buddy today. Thank you. Yes. Next <laughs> time, here Bye. on Buddy Cast. Well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy. We've got
1: to make them last, buddy, buddy. Before they've all gone past, buddy, buddy. Tune in to Buddy Cast. don't feel naughty to make it, buddy. Here on Buddy Cast.